0: Hello everyone, welcome to Heart to Heart Ministries, season three of our podcast. I am Bernadette Jones, the founder of Heart to Heart Ministries, and today I want to talk to you guys about um, something the Lord's been, been talking to me about, and that's about being on guard. Um, so Proverbs four twenty three, the New King James Version says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. And the NLT says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. So I'm talking about that word guard. It says guard means to watch over in order to protect or control. It means to protect against damage or harm. So we're supposed to protect our hearts against damage or harm. No, it doesn't say that we're supposed to ask God to guard our hearts for us we're supposed to do that ourselves I'm supposed to protect my heart I'm supposed to watch over it in order to protect it that that's my responsibility and so this is an ongoing thing it's not just something we do once or once in a while like this is ongoing it's it's constant if you think of a castle you know there's always a guard and guards are always on watch and there's a changing of the guard there's never a time that that castle or that city is not guarded they're always 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 guarded even in times of peace you will still see a guard just in case something comes just in case an attack happens even in even in times of of peace and we want to always be on guard because although satan leaves us alone for a season he's coming back and he doesn't announce when he's coming back he just shows up and starts bringing things and wreaking havoc in our lives and even when things that we watch and we listen to, we have to be on guard for that. And we we often look at things as entertainment. But there's a message behind what we call entertainment. Um, I, it, and then one thing I think of is um, this movie, uh, Final Destination. I've never seen it. But there's a scene in this movie, and I'm sure we all know this scene if you have not seen the movie you know this scene is where there is um these tree trunks that are tied to an 18-wheeler and um they fall off the truck and ended up killing somebody and you, you see memes all over the internet that reference this scene and that will say this movie traumatized an entire generation Or when you see those memes on social media, people will comment, oh my gosh, you know, ever since I've seen this movie, I have this fear. Ever since I've seen this scene, I have this fear. One movie struck fear into so many people. But we just call it entertainment. But one movie struck fear. And fear is something Satan uses. So one movie Satan used... To get fear into the hearts of so many people, even believers. And we're not supposed to fear. The Bible tells us to fear not. God has not given us the spirit of fear. We're not to fear because he is with us. So it's never just entertainment. There's a seed. There's a message in what we listen to, in what we watch. And especially with, we're in October right now, with Halloween. There is so much stuff that Satan will try to sneak in and, and use and get into you and cause you to fear and get things to, to kick up and get you to say things using, using fear and, and Halloween because this whole thing is centered around death and fear and witchcraft and we as believers have had a tendency to just overlook it. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, it's harmless. It does more harm than you know. It plants way more seeds than you know and you realize. Not just in you but in your children. And we have to be on guard. I have to guard that. I have to make sure that's not coming into my mind and getting into my heart. Because we even know the word says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what we're saying shows what's in our hearts. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. So if I'm speaking death, that means I've got death in my heart. If I'm speaking life, that means I've got life, the word of God in my heart but that means i've got to watch what's coming in what's coming in my eyes what's coming into my ears because what is coming in is gonna is gonna come out of my heart so it is my job to protect that it is my job to be on guard it is my job to protect not not god protect my heart for me no god has given me this responsibility and i need to grow up in my faith and i need to grow up in my walk and i have to do that myself You know, as a baby Christian and when we become new believers, yes, that's something God, you know, helps us to do and he teaches to do and there's things that he does for us. But as we grow, as we mature, and that there's no time frame on that. You can be in church for 30 years and still be a baby Christian. You can be in church in a year and just be so hungry and feed yourself on the word and so get it in you that you grow up spiritually quicker than people who've been in church for five, ten 15, 20 years. So, you know, like I said, guarding our hearts is our responsibility. And it's an ongoing thing. And we have to be watchful of waiting when Satan pops up, when things start to happen. We have to be watchful to make sure we have to watch our mouths too. Because when things come up, we don't want to be speaking the circumstance. We want to make sure we are speaking the word and the word only. So we want to make sure that, make sure, you know, when Satan comes and those attacks come, what am I saying? Am I I confessing the word or am I confessing the circumstance? You know, am I saying what God says or am I agreeing with what Satan is bringing me? So when sickness comes, I don't say, oh, I'm sick. I don't, I don't take that. No, I say I am healed by his stripes. I am healed because the word says I'm healed. You know when the bills come, and you, the bank account says you don't have the money, but the word says I'm abundantly supplied. For the Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want or lack for anything. I have more than enough. So you know I'm I'm guarding. I'm I'm speaking what the word says, and I'm and I'm on watch for that, and pay attention to where we're weak. Because I remember recently I'm um, believing God for a car, for a new car. And in in that process, I've been, you know, I drive by like three car dealerships on my way to work. And I always go by in the mornings. So when they're not there, I can swing by, look, not be bothered by a salesperson, and then just go to work. So this particular day was Friday. I decided to stop by after work and um i'm looking at the cars and here comes you know a salesperson and, and he was nice he was polite and he wasn't a pushy salesperson type so so thankful for that um and shows me a car you know asks me what i want what i'm looking for it shows me a car i don't like it because it's a little small and then he shows me something else it's got everything that i have wanted in a car everything i've ever said i wanted in a car like that's my car i just didn't like the color and so um I you know left the dealership I was like you know let me think about it let me calm down my emotions because I'm really excited and I don't want to make a decision really excited about something and so I go back the next day and um you know go fill out the paperwork everything I need to do and I don't get approved for it and I wish I could say my, my response was in faith and it was not And I had to repent of that. Like, we don't realize when we say things that are not in faith, that are not lined up with the word, we have to repent of those words. Whether it's fear, worry, you know, because God tells us not to worry. He tells us not to fear. So when we do, we have to repent. And so I had to repent of that conversation. And, you know, everything I said and, you know, afterwards, I was like, oh, I'm not in faith like I thought I was. You know, we've got to be aware of how we're reacting after things. One thing that um, my first lady says is be aware of how, of your immediate reaction, how you immediately react to things that'll tell you whether or not you're in faith or not. And I was like, oh, I was not in faith in that situation. I thought I was, but I wasn't. And so, you know, like I said, I I repented, you know, fed myself on the word and built my faith up and decided to go a different route to, to attempt to get the car and so I found out I need a buyer's order and, you know, texted him. I was like, can I get a buyer's order because I'm going a different route to get the car? And he was like, yeah, so it took him three days to get me a buyer's order, a simple form. When I first asked for it, he didn't respond to me till like the end of the day, saying that, oh, he uploaded it to some portal. Why not just email it to me? You know, something so simple, just send it to me. And then, you know, another day went by, and then another day went by, and I'm, In these couple of days, I'm getting frustrated. Like, I'm like, dude, like, it does. I don't feel like it takes this long to do what you say you're going to do. And I realized in that process, isn't that just like the devil to cause a delay for us to get frustrated and get out of faith and then stop believing and speaking what we're believing God for? Isn't that just like him? It's not just like his tactic. And I was like, ooh. So I had to correct myself in that. Because I was like, okay. That, that's something I need to work on. And I realized, I'm like, oh, okay. I, I don't like to fight <laughs> in this area. Because, I, you know, I think we expect things, when we're believing God for things and we're walking by faith, I think we expect things to be smooth and to be easy. And we hear stories of that, like how things are smooth and easy. And yes, they can be. But there's also times when Satan will oppose you. And he will do things to try to cause delays and try to cause frustration and try to get you out of faith. And to get you to start saying the wrong thing. Which is why we have to be aware and we have to be on guard of what we're saying. And like I said, what we're listening to, who we're talking to, are we talking to other people of faith when it comes to things like that? Or are we talking to people who are going to feed into doubt and unbelief and who will say, oh, well, maybe it's just not meant for you. Maybe that's just not what God has for you. Um, what? Excuse you? Like, no, it says he supplies all my needs. I'm abundantly supplied for. So why would that not be his will if that's what his word said? His word is his will. And so, you know, in that process, I'm realizing areas that, oh, I don't have as much faith as I thought I did. Okay, I need to build myself up in this area. I need to, like, get the word, you know, in this area more. Because you can have faith, strong faith in one area and not in another. Because for me in this situation, I've never believed God for a car the way that I am now. Never. So this is new territory for me, you know, new season. So of course Satan's gonna oppose it because it's something new that I'm stepping into. And it's it's a completely new arena for me. But I have to walk in the arena of faith. So I constantly have to make sure, okay, am I watching things? Am I listening to things that are gonna feed my faith? Am I having conversations that are gonna feed my faith? Am I am I watchful of what's coming into my heart because that's going to affect my faith I cannot have doubt in my heart if I am believing God for something you can't have faith and doubt in your heart you get one or the other but you can't have both and so I just really wanted to encourage you guys to stay with that of you know we've got to be on guard and like I said especially with it being October and it being you know Halloween and by the way I don't have the car yet and still believing God for it um because I found one in Florida so um But that's, but we've got to be on guard all the time. Because, and then one scripture, actually, let me read this scripture that I want to end with. Because I remember reading this in James, and it was just like, oh my gosh, it was such an eye-opener to me. And it is James. Oh, let's see if I can find it. It's James, I believe, chapter 5. So, of course, I did not write it down. Oops, James, oops, I'm sorry, I think it's James 1, let me see, okay, so it's James chapter 1, verse 8. Actually, I'm going to start with verse 6. So, James 1, verse 6. It says, Let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double minded man, unstable in all his ways. So, a double minded man is unstable in all of his ways. That's what the word says double minded. is unstable in all of his ways. And he says if you're double minded you won't receive anything from the Lord. The Lord says if you're double minded you're not receiving anything from God. And then James four verse eight. It says draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double minded. So if my heart's not pure, that means I'm double-minded. So if I have an unpure heart, that means I'm double-minded. And what did we just read in James 1? Don't believe you'll receive anything from the Lord. So it's, this is why it's important that we guard our hearts and we make sure my heart is pure and our hearts are pure. Our hearts are pure before God. Um, and we're, we're watching and we're paying attention. To anything that may try to enter, envy, jealousy, um, you know, anything you know that we're listening to, worry, fear, anything we can't allow that to enter our hearts, we can't allow that to enter our mouths, and that's us. That's not God, take away my worry. He says, cast your cares on Him. That's something I have to do. He says, do not fear. That's something I have to do, not God, take my fear away. He said, just don't fear. Then he says, don't worry, I did. I don't worry. Not God take away my worry. No, he just said, don't do it. He didn't give exemptions. Like, don't worry unless it's for your kids. Don't worry unless, you know, this happens. No, he just said, don't worry. And that's my responsibility. So I have to make sure I'm guarding my heart and I'm, I'm, I'm watchful of those things. Be like, am I right? Oh, let me rebuke that. And we rebuke it and you repent for you know being in fear. You rebuke worry, you rebuke fear because the fear is the spirit. Since God has not given us a spirit of fear but a power, love, and a sound mind, so when fear comes up, no, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I have power, I have love, and I have a sound mind. God has given me that spirit, He has not given me that fear. And so, we rebuke that fear, we rebuke worry, we rebuke. You know, our care, God, I give you this. I trust you to take care of it. And then you let it go and you release it to God and you let him handle it. And like I said, we, anything that we've said or done that goes against the word, we've got to repent. That's part of purifying our hearts. Is repentance. And turning away from it permanently. A lot like, oh, I temporarily turned away. Oh, I stopped, you know. Worrying today, I won't worry tomorrow. No, you just stop we just repent repent means to turn away and so that's what he tells us to do to repent and that's how we purify our hearts and that's how we stay on guard is we're watchful of those things but that's just something i wanted to share with you guys today that's something the lord has been speaking to me um and i wanted to share with you guys of we have to be on guard we have to be on guard and watchful of our hearts and what's going on and what's coming in. And not just, you know, it's not just, oh, we have to tell our kids. We've got to do it, too, as adults. You know, teenagers. It, it, it's our responsibility. It's not, God, do it for me. No, it's something he told us to do. So, in the Old and the New Testament. So, I, I hope that was an encouragement to you guys. I hope it helped you guys. Um... If you need prayer, you know, please you know reach out. You can email us. Um, our link is in the bio. You can also follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram. Um, we post scriptures there and just you know encouragement to help you guys along the way. And be on the lookout for our next podcast. Until then, you guys have an awesome day. Love you, and we'll see you on the next heart to heart.